Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the All Things Podcast, where we gather once a week to hear real life stories about how God works all things together for good, because he is always faithful and always good. Well, hey, before we get this party started, I have some exciting news for you. If you're ready to get your book in front of an entirely new and fast-growing market, an audiobook would be perfect for you. Having an audiobook gives you the opportunity to get your book in front of more people while giving the listener a new way to hear your story in an intimate way. An estimated 131 million people listen to an audiobook in 2021. And do you know that the people that listen to audiobooks don't read print books? They only listen to audiobooks. So it's a whole new market for you to take advantage of. Leverage the opportunity of getting your book in front of millions of people by having an audiobook today. We can help you create one. Visit redemptionpressaudio.com for our introductory special. Welcome to today's episode of the All Things Podcast. I am super excited to introduce you to Redemption Press author Haley Craft and her new book, Happily Even After, which is part of our ebook box set entitled Proposals Gone Awry. And before I bring her on, let me give her a proper introduction. Haley V. Kraft has been teaching English to 9th, 10th, and 11th graders for seven years. She is a forever student who loves reading, listening to music, and doing new things. A country girl at heart, Haley loves helping her parents on the family farm. She also enjoys writing devotions, and Happily Even After is her first published fiction. So let's roll that conversation. Well, Haley Craft, it is delightful to welcome you to the All Things Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be with us today. Thank you for having me. Yes. So before we jump into um, your story in the ebook box set, um, I would love to have our listeners hear just a little glimpse of what God does behind the scenes in your life. We've all got lots of Romans 828 stories um, throughout our lives. And um, I would just love for you to share um, the one that he's asking you to share today that might encourage somebody. Um. Well, for, for me, my Romans 828 story um, actually deals with writing and how I got into writing. Um, uh, COVID hit, and that was kind of the catalyst that really got me started. Um, I had known for a while that I needed to uh, write a book about spiritual warfare. That was what um, God was calling me to do, but I didn't know how. I didn't know um, what I could do to actually achieve that. And, um, when COVID hit, I got stuck at my parents' house. I had gone to see them and, um, 
because it was spring break. I'm a teacher and um, I went to see them for spring break, got stuck there. And so one day I was just sitting in their sunroom and I, I had the document on my computer and I was kind of just like chicken pecking because I was all I knew to do. I was like, I'm trying to make progress. Um, and my mom comes out into the sunroom and she's like, well, what you working on? And I told her kind of sheepishly, I feel like I need to write this book. And she was like, I have friends who've written books. They told me about this online writers, writers conference that you should go to. And that was the first <laughs> she writes for him conference. And that's kind of what's gotten me started with everything. Wow. So out of that really scary, difficult time, he gave me the tools to actually get started on what he'd called me to do. Hmm. I love that. So um, we're going to jump into uh, some of um, the questions that I have for you uh, around the story that you have in the ebook box set, which is a, a multiple title ebook um box set that is all under the umbrella, the theme of proposals gone awry. Um, but your story is um, uh, happily even after, not ever after, happily mm -hmm. even after, which I know when I first read that, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> okay, I want to see what she's going to do with this. So, um, let me just start with laying a little bit of groundwork. When did you first start writing? Because I'm sure it was long before the pandemic. And br what brought you to fiction and to this story in particular? Well, um, if we're talking about just writing in general, the large red box in my closet says that I started writing in first grade. Um, ah. I have a box where I've kept everything that I've written since... Uh, since then, most of it is academic um, from uh, high school, college and my master's degree. But there's there's a few fiction pieces in there, some poetry as well. Um, so that's kind of where I suppose technically I started as far as fiction, serious fiction, actual fiction. That wasn't like a three sentence story from first grade. Um, this would be the first time that I've really done a serious piece of fiction. Wow. So ha did you kind of just have it in your head, like the storyline that you'd been nursing for a while, or did it just kind of come out of the brainstorming sessions of the different authors in this, in this set? Well, um, so I, y'all had kind of announced we're going to do this, this set and y'all had announced that it was going to be romance. And when I heard that it was going to be romance, I was really kind of disappointed. It's like, ah, oh, it could have been something else. And I'm not much of a romance reader. So I was like, man, maybe I'll get them when they do something a little bit different. Uh, but then y'all did another, I think maybe it was a Facebook live where, y'all announced that it's going to be the proposals gone awry. And for whatever reason that triggered the idea in my head and it was just, it was there. And wow. so I wrote it down and then I wrote down a first chapter and put it in the proposal and sent it to you. Wow. So how does, because you're a teacher and you've written for academia, um, 
being venturing into fiction now, how does that differ from what you've done in the past? And will you do it again? Uh, yes, uh, I enjoyed uh, the, the fiction. It was very, it was definitely flexing some different muscles from what I was used to, but I enjoyed it and I do want to do it again. I would say the biggest difference is kind of having to let go of control of where the story's going to, uh, to a degree. Um, when you write academically, you have to know exactly where things are going to end up and you have to know all of your evidence all along the way. And um, with fiction, you kind of have an idea of where it's going, but you discover so many things along the way that you didn't even really um, know was, was going to be there. And it's a lot more of kind of just seeing where the story takes you and kind of letting go and seeing um, what God weaves through your words. Um, so it's definitely a pretty different experience. Yeah. Well, you did it so well too. I mean, I, I read your, the entire thing and I was just like, wow. I mean, I, I was like, man, she's really a good writer for her first, her first out the gate. Thank you. So, yeah. Yeah. It really um, was very entertaining and still really got, you know, focused the reader back on God and it was good. It was really good. So what do your students think about you being a published author? Has that been a fun journey? It has been a fun journey. This past year um, with with my students was was really fun. Uh, we actually, my school did a an in-house career fair where um, the counselor invited a whole bunch of different people in different careers and the students selected which ones they wanted to go to and they would kind of go around and talk to them. And we would do, we did, I think we did seven or eight sessions in the day. And um, I had quite a lot who, I was the author for that. And I had quite a lot who came and they were all really surprised that one of their teachers was actually the person um, who was the author. And I had kids all year coming to me every now and then saying, hey, how's it coming? Have they gotten, has the editor gotten it back to you? Or <laughs> when's it coming out? And all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was really fun. And um, they really kind of enjoyed the process with me. Well, that's so fun that you could take them on that journey with you. Mm -hmm. That's just way cool. I had to look twice to appreciate the title of your book. Um, it's a cute play on words. What actually gave you the idea for the story and its unique title? Well, the story came first. Like, like I said, when I heard that it was Proposals Gone Awry, the idea for the story was automatically there. Um, it just popped into my head. And as I was kind of sketching it out, I was just thinking like, these people are going through a lot. <laughs> um, it's not an easy journey that they go through. And I think that's true to our experience is that it's not an easy journey. But the beautiful thing is we can still find our happy at the end. And it doesn't, that's not the end of the story either. It's not a happily ever after in the end of the story. We find our happily even after, and then we keep going and we might find another one and another one. So I love that. And really happily even after is kind of a Romans 828 title. It is. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so I would say that forgiveness was the most important element in the rebuilding of Todd and Katie's relationship. 
Why do you think that is? Could they have found happiness, trust, love, and peace without it? Um, definitely a very important um, theme for them. I don't, I don't think they would have found their happily even after without it. Um, kind of, there's a, a portion um, where a pastor's talking about a passage that deals with forgiveness and um the idea behind it is that forgiveness is the first step. You can't get to the love and the peace and the unity that come later without taking that first step. Um, and that's really the direction you're going with forgiveness. You're stepping into a closer, more unified, loving relationship. So um, they, they had some things to forgive both in each other and in themselves. And I think if they hadn't done that, they... It would be a very different book. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Different ending, different title. Yeah, totally. So what is one thing that you want most your, for your reader to take away from reading Happily Even After? Um, that happily does come after, after the, the tough things. Like you said, it's Romans 8.28. Well, things come, but that doesn't mean that the happy doesn't come after. And even sometimes right in the middle of it. Yep. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, if we have some um, listeners today that would like to reach out to you and connect with you online, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, I do have an author's Facebook page. It's Haley V. Craft. Um, I also have a website, which is HaleyVCraftWriting.com. They can hear from me in either of those places. And on my website in particular, um, I try to uh, put any announcements about where, um, like devotions and articles that have been um, published, where they will come out. Great. Well, thank you so, so much for being on with me today. It's just been delightful to watch your journey and just see all that God is doing and kind of excited to see what he's going to do next. Yeah, me too. All right, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for joining us today for the All Things Podcast brought to you by Romans 828 Bookstore and Redemption Press. If today's episode encouraged you, we would love to have you share it with your friends on social media and maybe even leave a review on Apple. That will help the algorithms get us up higher to the top when people are searching for podcasts that can bring them hope and encouragement. So thanks again for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye for now.